on three, say Johnson's baby powder. Ready? One, two, three. Johnson's baby, baby powder. powder. <laughs> that was pretty good. American dream. He's just a common man. Welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. Yeah, welcome. Uh, technical difficulties, excuse the uh, somber tone in my voice, but I just found out that my mic is broken. I think the the moving companies, or company that moved my shit, they didn't pack it up well enough. Because I did move to Florida, in case you guys missed that. Uh, in case you guys don't hear the long distance angst in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't feel you anymore. How can I do this podcast? <laughs> well, I'm used to holding your hand when we do it. Now it's like, now it's so weird. Now we just Who's hold it up to the fucking camera. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a sad, like, uh, animal in the zoo, you know, like, <laughs> wanting to get out so bad. Uh, yeah, so I'm recording this on my uh, laptop's default mic, which is, you know, it's it's going to be shittier. So I, you know, excuse that. And I'm going to work on the mic situation for the next time, but... Well, hey, growing pains, man. We're getting back in the uh, in the, swing. the old sack, the old swing of things. What's been going on, Seamus? Because now this is we can have a legit conversation about this because we really we haven't seen each other for a while. Dude, it's been like three weeks or something. I don't know. Things have been going pretty crazy. Uh, not much happened, man. It was it was pretty emotional when you guys left for like the first day. I was like, oh man, <laughs> this is gonna be rough. And then like a day later, I was like, nah, nah I'm good. <laughs> Although, at the same time, I feel like I have sort of secluded. I have been in seclusion for a couple of weeks. I've just been sort of uh, hanging out. I was like, I need to be by myself for a little bit. Just be a little angsty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, know, you feel me? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Jasmine but and I, we I don't think, know anybody down here, and it's so we're just chilling, too. We're doing the same shit, you know? Just staying yeah. in, eating food, watching movies, going to work, trying not to fucking sweat too much, dude. It's so hot. Yeah, how's it hot? It's hot down there in Florida. It's hot, but I, I who, who would have guessed? Uh, who would have guessed? I think it's it's a little more tolerable than Philly heat, though. To be honest, because I feel yeah. like in Philly, like you, it's almost like being in an oven. You know, the the concrete you're standing on is hot. The buildings you're walking by are hot. The air is like stale. It's not moving anywhere because the buildings are blocking the air. But in Florida, there's so much open space. There's a lot of trees, you know, that the wind, you you get breezes. So it's not like, you're not just like breathing in the same hot ass air that somebody else just blew out. You know what I mean? It's not so bad. I don't have my fan in my window now, so this is literally like a hot box. Like, don't Damn, let's not dude. talk about it. It's like talking about food when you're hungry. Like, I just I'm starting to <laughs> yeah, sweat got, more and more. We got central air in this bitch. I'm oh, keeping man. my shit at a cool seventy right now. Oh, okay, Your Majesty. Oh, living uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is nice uh, down it, here though. That's cool, man. That's cool. It's and much I, easier and to I, stay secluded down here though, because there's not much. It's you can't really walk anywhere. Everywhere yeah. they they like design the roads and everything for cars. So you, I don't know, things aren't walkable, walkable distance. So like, if you're sitting around, like, oh, what do I do? Like, I'm bored. You just like keep sitting there because there's nothing else to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Sounds like a blast. Can't yeah. wait till I'm visiting you guys and you guys are at work all day and I'm just sitting, sitting around. around. No, but the buses are, uh, it's $1.50 to get on. Uh, but UF wow. employees ride for free, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. And UF students. That's crazy. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's a small town, right? Yeah. You know? It is pretty small. I mean, yeah. not, that, not that there isn't, like, shit to do and there aren't bars and shit like that, but compared to Philly, like, there's just not as much happening in a given area. There's no area of Gainesville that's, like, ha- like happening like Maniunk would be or yeah. something like that. Well, when I come to visit you guys, I plan on being, uh, I plan on being, like, the, the really drunk housewife. Like, you guys are gonna come back and you're gonna be like, you know, where's the dinner? And I'm gonna be like, I don't know. I, <laughs> it's all over the place. It's all over the floor. I was like, trying we asked to make you to some clean. shit. Why is it even more messy than when we left, you asshole? Yeah, Why that's the, the plan. Why is the gone? A lot of day drinking. Just be like, when are we going to Disney? <laughs> When are you coming uh, down, by the way? So uh, that our fans can look down. forward to a face-to-face episode. Oh, uh, dude, just just wait it out. This this seems like this is it's weird because we're gonna have like this growing pain episode, and then we're gonna have another one where we sort of get in the rhythm of things, and then I'm just gonna be there, and it's gonna be like none of this matter because I think I'm I'm planning on coming down the last week of July. Okay. So expect it. Expected. Yeah, I was gonna tease it like a surprise, you know. Tease that tease that sweet. That sweet surprise out of you, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, not a lot's happened, man. I went to a wedding. That was pretty cool. Yeah, how was that? Have you ever been to a wedding before? Before that, I haven't. I haven't. This so this was my the first of my friends who's getting married, like my someone my age getting yeah. married, and that was pretty weird. Um, uh, I've been to weddings before, like family weddings, but I've never really been to. Uh, friend's wedding really I've, yeah. I've never been to any but well no that's not true that's not true i was at somebody else's wedding it was just sort of a low-key thing where they had like 30 people in the room mm-hmm. in uh in old city and uh, but why? this was this was why nice man uh, i don't know it was it was nice it was in an art gallery it was like you know they did the they they literally tied the knot which i didn't know was a thing hmm. which is where it's weird you, you tie the rope around each other's arms and you say like i am enslaved to oh, you yeah, that's forever right. i think i've seen that before <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, so that's where that phrase comes from, the tie the knot. Tie they the literally knot. tie the knot. Yeah. I thought it was just like uh, a really figurative thing, but No, no, it's dead fucking serious, man. <laughs> they tie the knot. <laughs> Tight. But I mean this it was nice. It was a nice ceremony. I had a good time. It was an open bar, which made it really nice. a lot better. And I got like ridiculously drunk for what I expected it yeah, to be. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Like I went there and they were serving these drinks that were like uh like they had like vodka and all this other shit in it and they were called blue M&Ms and they looked like girly drinks and the bartender kept saying they were girly drinks but I had like two and I was like what's up everybody <laughs> you're getting fucking married we're at bro. a wedding <laughs> we know James shut the fuck yeah. up that's the third time he said that he won't sit down <laughs> uh, hold on let me go get my phone real quick my bad tell a story oh, to the fans shit. well I don't know, man. That's been happening, and it's hard to it's hard to carry the show now when I'm all by myself. It's just like real life and on the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not much has been happening, man. I've been hanging out in Philly, sort of just doing my thing. Haven't really seen many people. I've been running. I cleaned my room yesterday, which was like an ordeal, dude. Because I haven't. I swear to God, this is gonna sound so gross. So hey, ladies, take it with a grain of salt. But I probably haven't cleaned my room for like four fucking years because I was finding shit 
even further back than that, that I was like, I didn't even know I still had this. I found a letter that my dad wrote me from 2004 <laughs> where he's just like, hey, I'm at work and I'm writing you a letter. Uh, I know you have a short attention span, so you probably won't read this. <laughs> and that's it. That's all it is. Like, it's just like a letter from my dad. Like, I don't know. I found a lot of weird shit that's in my weird, room, man. man. A lot of what weird, a, what a unnecessary funny moment, shit. Man. What a funny moment to like uh, to find by accident again later. I think that's like yeah. the, that's the like the number one draw to pictures. Like I was never a big picture person. You're like, oh, let's take a picture. Like no, let's like keep enjoying the moment. Let's not let's not stop and pull out a camera and we pose in some fake ass way to be like, remember when we had that good time and then like we cut it off so that we could take a picture. I was never a big fan of that. So. Uh, but the one thing that I will say I wanted to take pictures for was for, like, ten years later to be like, oh, shit, we did do that thing, that fucking mm, pool party yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. bullshit that we threw together. But And a lot of shit that I do is pretty spontaneous, so it would be interesting to see, like, what I've forgotten that I've even, that I've even done. You know what I mean? I found a note. This is really – this is even weirder. I found a note <laughs> between my mother and I that uh, we were at like a outdoor concert or something like a, a, in some park and I was probably like 12 years old and it has an – it has like a an IM message thing between the two of us because we're passing notes to each other because I'm like uh, – I'm like, mom, can – I was like, mom, can I go over there? I really just want to be over there. Like my whole thing at that point in time was like I just didn't want to be near my mom. So oh, I was like, let me go really? sit on the other side of the park and I just want to play my Game Boy. And she's like responding like, no, I'm pissed at you. And I found this like weird like fucking dialogue exchange that I was like, why do I have this? This is terrible. This is like, well, wow, here's a bad funny. memory I saved. Dude, of all the fucking – yeah, Right of all the like memories and all the shit that's happened to you, like that's the one that makes it. That's the one that <laughs> yeah, made it through yeah. the years, like for you to find right now as an adult. All the yeah. dope shit that you wrote down as a kid, and then you, it's all gone now. That's the one. That's the one that you got. Well, I did find my second grade, uh, my second grade notebook or like my journal from second grade, which was pretty sweet. Uh, it, it had a journal from the day that my brother was born, and I, I probably told you this before, but it had a picture of my brother that I drew. And it had a word bubble, and uh, underneath it it said it in the word bubble it said meow, and underneath it it said I have a new brother. He sounds like a cat. <laughs> so hey, respect. respect. He's almost like eighteen now yeah, or I was something. Say, like, how fucking old is that guy now? <laughs> yeah, he's well, he's getting up there, man. He's like, a, like a so cat. he's gonna be a sophomore in high school. So he's a grown ass man at this point. Damn, he is a grown ass man. Yeah, yeah. My sister's it uh, real. my sister's graduating next year. Wow. Next year, yeah, yeah, next year. That's pretty crazy. Did your sister graduate? No, 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 no. she's gonna be a senior in high school. So they're yeah, they're, they're, both, the, they're the same grade. I didn't realize that. God they're both damn. like fully functional humans at this point. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. Fully. Fun- so can I? T- yeah, go ahead. I have to tell you this story. So this just reminded me of this. This is a story that I heard from. This is a in my family, and I'm gonna keep names out of it because I recently talked up the show to people, and I was like, "You should listen to it." And now, if they're gonna listen, this is the I, first one that they listen to. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Where I'll I'll just give shit talking shit them. a shot. Let's put on the Chambers' podcast. And you're like, uh, yeah, you know, it's the one thing I hate about all my family. <laughs> so there was a there was a family controversy going around. Uh, this past couple of weeks, uh, because we, ha- my my mom's side of the family has a beach house, which isn't really a beach house. It's like a beach trailer, and it's in this beach trailer park with all these other beach trailers. <laughs> Classy. Um, 
and and you know it so I, I hate that i never go there i don't i don't think it's that awesome but they like it so they you know use it or whatever and it's like a communal thing you know yeah. my my cousin will use it my aunts will use it my uncles will use it uh-huh. you know everybody fucking uses it and that's the side of my family where there's 10 uncles and aunts so everybody's in there constantly anyway my younger cousin who is 16 and her brother who is 12 i want to say or maybe she's 15. She's she's a teenager, though, mm-hmm. the point is. Yeah. Uh, supposedly found condoms in in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to blame my one cousin for using condoms. And my uncle, their father, got very upset because he said they were traumatized. Who? His kids? Yeah, traumatized that they found condoms. Now, now, first of all... Sir. First. Sir. 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 <laughs> Take a deep breath. I know you're upset, but I want you to reevaluate that statement. I think, I think you'll realize what you just said was ridiculous. <laughs> well, it gets even more ridiculous because, because then they find out, oh, wait, they actually weren't condoms. They were the mosquito rings that you put on your arm to keep mosquitoes away or whatever, right? So salt salt everywhere because no they weren't fucking condoms and, and my one uncle tried to explain to him no they're not condoms and he said too late they're already traumatized <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's what's going on that's what's going on in this uh, this side of the family wow that's, that's wow yeah, that's what's going mosquito on mosquito rings too late they're already traumatized i'll never forgive you for this like, what? <laughs> it's what? gonna ruin what? my kid's life they're gonna let it ruin their lives dude that is insane i was like even if now, granted, I haven't heard it from all sides, and people tend to exaggerate in my family, but if that is the story, dog, chill the fuck out. Because, yeah. like, I'm saying, like, worst-case scenario, these kids found you. – let's say worst-case scenario, they find used condoms, Ooh, and they're not uh, even – you know, they're – It's and, just, like, under the couch. <laughs> yeah. Why are you fucking touching that shit? Yeah. Like, well, I guess if they're under the couch, but if, if they're they, in, like, a trash they, can unquote, or something. don't know what it is. No, they knew they were, they were pretty sure it was it's condoms. A condom, because they went oh screaming about it. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird, man. And they're fairly religious, but still, it's like I don't know if, if I I can't see how that is what traumatized them. If anything, just like trying to keep them away from the world is what's traumatizing them. Which, right. You know right. what you should say is like, okay, well, at least he's being you know he's being safe, or you shouldn't exactly. do this because we're religious yeah. or whatever. But you know, I mean, I don't if, know. If the, I feel like. Especially for kids, and especially, like, if you're a parent, your kids, they really pick up on how you're perceiving something, you know? So if you, you're like, oh, you found what? You found, oh my, oh my God, how could, who could have done that? Who would have left a condom in the house? Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Of course you're going to look at them and be like, I shouldn't feel okay because you're asking me if I'm okay. So like, oh, yeah. no, this is scary. No, I'm traumatized now. You know, like, basically, but if you're like, oh, you found what? Show me. What are you talking about? You found a condom? I mean, you know, well, you know, adults use this house, so at least they were being safe. But can you show me, like, where where is this so we can throw it out or whatever? You know what I mean? Where is this going? Where is this going? If you approach it like that, then the kid goes, oh, so it's no big fucking deal. Okay, well, and they just don't even remember that it even happened. You know what I'm saying? If you you go like, oh, my God, you found what? Then they'll have this reaction like, oh, my God, I found something crazy. But if you're like, oh, you found a condom? No, yeah, go throw it out, you fucking idiot. Don't touch that. Then it's like, oh, well, that's dumb. I, I don't like that thing anymore. But if you give it yeah. attention for the wrong reason, they'll, they'll pick, you know, play that story out. 
Well, I mean, I was thinking about that earlier this week, too, because um, I was talking to someone about uh, when I was a kid, my mom was going to therapy, and I was probably like four or five, and they gave me this therapy book on divorce, you know, because my parents got divorced at like three, and I didn't give a shit. But this book was like the saddest thing I'd ever read in my life. Oh, like it was shit. like the most like I was like way more upset after reading this book because they were like animal people. It was like a sheep person and and his sheep wife is like cheating on him or something, and like all the kids are crying and shit. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. This is fucking horrible. You're right. My life but I was is fine sad. beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's bad because they're sheep people. All right. Just a classy fucking joke. But yeah, man, that's. That's what's been going on in my life, really. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to uh, I wanted to get your opinion on uh, Sam Harris. Do you know Sam Harris? No, I don't. He's like that uh, the neuroscientist guy. I'm sure you've heard of him uh, or seen him in some context, but he always talks about how uh, the Muslim religion or Islam is the problem uh, in the like you know that's that's like the major problem for why there's so much conflict in like the Middle East and that kind of shit. He he makes that point a lot, and I was listening to uh, Dan Carlin's Common Sense, and he had Sam Harris on there. So I, I mean, it's it's just on my mind. Mm. But I wanted to ask your opinion. What do you, how, do you think that there's any validity to to that argument that Islam as a religion is the problem, and it's not. You know, that's, like, the main issue. Because his argument is, if you look at the text, there's nothing in the text that says, you know, what you're doing is wrong. You shouldn't go out and kill the infidels. It, it says, like, the opposite. It says, like, you should, and it's something to... If you die doing it, then you're going to heaven and the virgins and all that shit. So he's saying that if... Uh, without that, like, view of paradise on the other side, right? And there's, there's no draw to, like, end your life violently like that and take out people with you but and Dan Carlin to his credit really I feel like he he didn't let Sam Harris just like because Sam Harris is kind of like a he's got strong opinions and he's like a like a public figure you know what I mean um but Dan Carlin was saying I don't think that's a religious thing I think that's just people you know they get caught up on shit you know they get whether it's race ethnicity your family history tradition could be religion, could be any one of these things. But Sam Harris kept saying, like, no, 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 like, this this religion is bad, and we need to, like, stop it or whatever. Well, I mean, I couldn't you make the same argument at different points in time for, like, Christianity? Like, look at the Crusades, you know? you could, I, I think... I think that Dan Carlin's probably right in that scenario because I think that what it is is that people get attached to these things and make them their identity, and then they become radicals about it because once it's your identity, you have to sort of protect it and solidify it, and if there's any discrepancies between what you believe to be the truth and what other people believe, then you have to, like, smash that out almost because it's threatening your truth. Yeah. And and I, I was watching, which I, I actually want to watch the whole movie, but have you ever seen um, Jesus Camp or whatever I think it's called? Jesus uh, Camp? Maybe. That looks that sounds familiar. I mean, I feel like I might have passed it on Netflix or something. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's a documentary about uh, these, these Bible camps for these little kids where this woman I, – I watched like a 10-minute clip from it. She's basically – She's basically like make. She's like you kids come here and you're very holy, but then you go to school and you curse and you're phonies and you come here and you're bullshit. So how many of you mother like? She's like how many of you people? 
She's getting, she's going fucking ham on these kids. She's like, how many of you need to repent? And then she like pulls out a fucking bottle of Poland Spring and like pours the water over their hands and is like, Jesus, you saved the baby. Like it's the weirdest shit. It's so weird because, because the, the, she's like, now everyone, now everyone, pray with me and speak in tongues. And then they all just start going, ah, 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 ah. like they all just, they all just start doing it, man. And then the one priest is like, yeah, I'll show you how to speak in tongues, you little fucking. <laughs> Dude, I never, like, throughout all my Christian days, I really never understood the whole speaking in tongues thing. I was, n- I never, I-, I could never, like, make sense out of that. Yeah. Like, what are you, that's not, you're, that's gibberish. That's not, that's not anything. Well, uh, God, the Old Testament God was really into scat and bebop, you know, he was really one of those bebop, shoop bop a doop bop kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like I was letting my, I was letting my my opinion slipped there because I feel like uh, I don't know I, I, I wanted to give him credit because I, 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 I like his style of argument which is you know let's be real about these issues so for example he was talking about uh, like drone strikes and he was saying like look I understand that they're horrible and that they still aren't you know 100% accurate there's still casualties but like if you look at all the other types of warfare like you yeah. know what what option do you have like what you, that this is the best one right now that they, that we have and I, I'm not necessarily saying I agree with that argument. I'm just saying I like his style of, like, let's actually look at the numbers. Let's actually talk about this. Because, of course, it's bad that women and children get killed by accident. Nobody wants that. But it's also bad that these fucking insane leaders are just ruining shit. They're just bombing shit, bombing hospitals, uh, you know, keeping women from reading and shit like that and from driving, from doing like the most basic shit. It's like these are the guys who are doing it. So where do you personally, Seamus, draw the line uh, or where do you think, hmm, maybe where do you think the nation states, you know, the U.S. and all the other like countries, where do you think they should draw the line in terms of like going in and helping someone, you know, because where is the help like how do you define help? Yeah, because it's it's hard to really it's hard to really define that sort of shit uh, because um, there's a discrepancy between like we're all about freedom and freedom of choice and do whatever you want and blah 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 and then how do you how do you uh, how do you have that and at the same time tell somebody else what to do? Exactly. You know, like it's yeah. it, it's but at the same time. Uh, so I had this class in high school called conflicts class Mm -hmm. and it was basically like, uh, every day I've mentioned this before, every day we would read the New York times and we would go over some issue. And it was how I learned about, you know, Coney before Mm -hmm. 2012. Thanks very much. (laughs) I actually, I actually did a project on him like in, uh, 2009 where I was like, this guy's the fucking worst. Like something needs to be done about this motherfucker. Like he's an awful human being. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird, man. I think, I think what it is, is, um, I've noticed this a lot. People always said this to me growing up, but I'm starting to really see the truth in it where they say, you know, when you're young, you're liberal. And as you get older, you become more conservative. But it's it's because you sort of begin to learn the reality of these situations and, and in a way that I, I became much more of like a boots on the ground kind of person by the end of that class mm. where I was like, no, in certain situations, we need to just go in and be like, no, fuck you. Stop this. Right. Stop this. And do you, do you think that you could identify like what? I'm sure, like, all right, so, for example, like, uh, if some dude, like, I don't, I don't, if some dude kills, like, a thousand people, you know, do you go in then? Like, where, do you, do you think you could draw the line? 
Would it be a thousand people? Come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's not much. It's like not even a shopping mall. Like you know, like <laughs> yeah, dream big. Yeah, at least fucking come on, dream big, man. Give me a bigger fucking death toll. Uh, I don't know. It, it really depends, man. It really depends on how they're how it's happening. It's it's so context specific. I'm not yeah. sure if I could just draw a All line right, so let's necessarily. Say, you know, like a modern type of situation where you have these strange situations where you've got um, like these. T- "Quote unquote terrorist guys, right? Chilling out in the desert in the caves and shit, and they're organizing things on like massive scales, you know, like massive million, multi-million, multi-billion-dollar fucking, you know, projects. And you know, they're in they're in Afghanistan or they're in Pakistan or they're in Iraq, but they're not necessarily, you know, that them being Iraqi isn't really the problem." So at, at a point where, or do you think there's a point where it's okay for, like, say, the U.S. to go in and say, like, look, you're you're fucking with people, like you're you're committing human vi- uh, acts or human rights violations. So we're gonna come in because you're, the country that you're in is not stopping you. So we're gonna stop yeah. you. And like, where do you draw that line? You know, because you're you're essentially like taking your military into a country. But how do you say like? Oh, no, 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 we're not here for you, you know? I don't know, it's just such a... It got me thinking about all these, all this politics again because it's such a complex, hairy issue. There's such collateral damage there's, on both yeah, sides. There's, it's not black and white. It's, I think, like, maybe, like, genocide, but I'm not really sure where I draw the line on what is a genocide either because, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a slippery slope, too, once you start throwing around that word. Like, is a thousand people a genocide? Right, I guess, right. maybe. It depends on the is it is it a genocide if somebody shoots up a mall and kills like thousands of people or is that a genocide? What is it you know like how yeah. do you how do you define that? And maybe I'm just not clear on the actual definition, but I'm not I'm not really sure, man. I, I'm really not sure. I think uh, I think I was like kind of boots on the ground as far as like the child soldiers and stuff. Yeah, but I'm not yes. even sh- that's a, that's a good I don't one. Know. I feel like that's like that's like one of the the. Ten Commandments of, of like international politics. You don't use child soldiers. Like that's that's number one. If you use, no 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 oh no. If you use child soldiers, <laughs> we're coming after your ass. And you know, like I don't care what country it's in. You know, that should be the, the international policy as far as I'm concerned. That's one of them. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty clear one. Yeah, and I think anything pretty much involving like systematic use of children in any kind of a in any kind of a way really like children. You can't be doing that to the kids. Once you're an adult, yeah, systematic, you know? systematic. Yeah, you can't really go in if it's an isolated case. You can't even really go in if it's like a, because you can't even really go in for like a, a women's issue either. You can't really go in and be like, you know, you guys are really fucked up to your women because it's because I think some of the women there would argue that it's a cultural thing and it's like, well, get the fuck out of here. Like we're you know we're Islamic and this is our jam, yeah. so like, leave us the fuck alone. You know, this is Sharia law. Yeah, uh, where like to to us it's sort of like ooh what the fuck like oh come on like don't you want to like All don't right. you want to be able to like do whatever the fuck you want to do you know here's Sam Harris's uh, argument against that which it, at the time he said it I was like mm, motherfucker but then I I can't help but see the the I can't I can't help but see the appeal to it and his thing is at a point where you know a woman is saying like this is Sharia law this is what I believe in you know so what I can't drive and I can't read like i don't care you know his argument is they don't know what they're missing so and there's something about like literacy that that humans find important right there's something about having choice to do to to drive if you want that 
that you know at least Western humans find important, like that that idea of freedom. And I kept arguing with myself about whether that could be a legit argument because maybe it doesn't matter whether she was brainwashed or not. You know, maybe it doesn't matter. For her daughter who's being brainwashed and isn't quite brainwashed yet, it would matter. But I couldn't help but think, like, maybe they really, really, there's just no way to make them happy in a Western culture anymore because it would just be too much against their their conditioning or whatever that they grew up in. Yeah. So really, I mean, just so, I mean, you can make no argument that women being able to be literate across the world is a good is not a good thing you couldn't you can argue that you know it's it's obviously a good thing by the numbers and societies do better and violence is down and health is up and everything you know in those type of societies but if someone's saying like you know like you're saying like if a if a woman in that country was saying like you know or even if all the women were like no we don't want to read is that really a good enough reason to not like go in there and be like, yo, like you gotta let your women read. Like if they still don't want to read, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I think it, I think I, it's also I think it is. It's a tough it's a tough situation we're in specifically because we already have this history of having gone in for maybe maybe not the best of reasons, um, mm-hmm. and maybe not the right intentions, and and we haven't really fixed a lot of the problems that we've claimed that we were or promised that we were going to set out and fix. Like we're we're leaving. Um, Afghanistan and we're leaving Iraq, but those places don't really have stability now. So we're sort of leaving them uh, left off. I was watching this thing on Vice talking about ISIS and how uh, I think it was Afghanistan, I want to say, where we're leaving and there's these two, there was these three little kids who were under 10 and they had like AK-47s and they were like, yeah, ISIS comes over that hill and me and my bro is like, we fucking shot the shit out of them the other day. Like, it, they, oh there's like this ragtag fucking, because they don't have a government. So they have like, they well, they don't have like a, like a, 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 a like a law enforcement on on that level throughout the entire yeah. country. It's sort of like uh, tribal in the sense that like, it's like, okay, this group here is taking care of this shit, this yeah. group here is, but there's no intercommunication. It's just like, it, it was led by their grandmother who was like a 69 year old woman who was yeah. like, yeah, the ice has come by, I'm gonna fuck them up. <laughs> and, but, but so it's, it's almost like they already have this perception of like, all right, come on, like you've already fucking done enough. You know, I, I think at this point. Uh, and this has always been my stance on it. I think we get we get involved in international affairs too much. I think uh, I think it's nice, but I think uh, we almost look hypocritical because we're not taking care of everything internally. Like we still have yeah. so many problems at home that I think if we were to focus on that and really get our shit together, where like if you saw a dude walking down the street. And he was wearing a nice ass suit, nice haircut, fucking really well groomed, smelled nice, you know. It was really polite. Had a nice car, really polite, had all his shit together. You'd be like, oh, I kind of want to be like that guy. Yeah. But yeah. but like as it as it as it uh, as it stands, I don't know if we. I think that that facade. I think maybe we used to seem that way to certain countries. Yeah. But I think that that's starting to break down. And I think uh, the only way to really, I don't know, because. I feel like what'll happen then is instead of going in with boots on the ground, we'll go in with like books and stuff when they're like, yo, can you give us some books? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's too <laughs> idealistic, but I don't think I so. Think- man. I really, cause and that kind of, in, in a, in a way you're not, not agreeing to the full argument, but I think you're agreeing with Sam Harris in the sense that, you know, they really don't know what they're missing. So if you just, if you would give them 
you know, if in some like subversive way, like a Twilight book or something, like if you got their whole fucking country to just get hooked on Twilight, and they were all just like, "Yo, we really want to read Twilight. Like, teach me how to read." You know what I mean? It could be I, that I don't, kind of yeah. thing. I don't disagree that they're. The, I I completely agree that they don't know what they're missing. But I think the the a better way to sh- is to show them rather than show them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, to yeah. forcefully show them is to just be lead by example, really. Yeah. Um, and you know who's not, a international policy I really like is Ireland's because they will they have an army right and it's it's very active, but they're they're a peaceful country so they're not they don't uh, aid in any military efforts from one country to another, you know? Um, but they will go into a hostile country, quote-unquote hostile, to help out, uh, help get, like, uh, supplies to locals, right? So if, mm. if, if they're in, like, a war-torn area and there's... Like, of course, the women and children and, and the grandmas and the grandpas still need their food and their medicine and stuff. The Irish army will, will you know, help bring that in. But they won't fight anybody they, i mean they'll kill people there if they have to but that's not why they're yeah. there yeah yeah interesting man that's real interesting there's a lot of a lot of weird uh political shit going on man today uh today when you guys are listening to this today was the day that the stock market was basically or shut down or the new york stock exchange did you hear about that at no. all so china's economy is basically collapsing right now um uh, apparently this is what i've been hearing yeah. they're they're like stocks are plummeting and cuz they've got all those ghost cities where nobody's yeah. li- living in it and they're basing their gdp on on not on uh how much real estate is purchased but how much they just create yeah. so they just have all this it's just a huge it's 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 an even more obvious bubble than ours like we're also right. in they, a bubble yeah yeah like our our bubble was like big and it like fucked shit up for the world but they were like hey the housing bubble that's we could do that like, we, <laughs> we could, could do, do it that bigger than they china did. style <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> china style <laughs> uh, yeah there's a they did wong move china um <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I was, I was, fucking, I was waiting for like. I was, I was trying like, to think. I was trying to think so hard of like a pun or something. Like I was trying to think of like what are like what's. A, I was thinking Wong. wigwam, and I was like wigwam is a fucking Native American thing, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like fucking step your game up. So all right, uh, so the the New York Stock Exchange, what it was shut down. So China, so so Greece last week, their whole they, their whole shit was they they basically. Uh, had to pay off their debt in the same way that we have to like sort of pay off our debt and we sort of renew the debt like we get more yeah, loans yeah, and, yeah. And, and more loans and more loans and they said no and they're the first country that's like a like a like a western country i suppose yeah, yeah. to be like no fuck you what, what's gonna happen what's yeah, gonna what happen gonna and that's, kill us like yeah but, but but that's bad because as soon as that happens then all the other countries are like well Fuck, we could just do yeah, that dude. too, and then like, and then like, it's like, oh wait, money doesn't mean, oh shit, oh shit, oh, yeah, that's like, right. now money doesn't mean anything. <laughs> now it's apparent that money doesn't mean anything, so money really stops meaning shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And you know what's and, really uh, interesting about that? I was talking to Jasmine about this because she works uh, in a lab with a Greek guy named George. He's a real cool guy. Um, so we were just kind of talking about Greece and what the fuck is going on over there, and which is insane. Uh, basically, I was saying in in other in times like these, other countries have done what they're doing essentially. Except, I said that Greece should take the next step and start using their own currency again and and reject the euro. And yeah. that that's the dangerous shit because yeah, because you know who did that? Gaddafi, Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> fucking all. Yeah, but Gaddafi was it? 
I, I don't I know. Maybe he did. He started I'm not making the gold. I, whatever. Yeah, but Hitler did, did that, and he was put on fucking Time Magazine, Man of the Year. He, this guy saved Germany's economy. Oh, he saved Germany for a while. Yeah, yeah he fucking Germany was killing it before they, you know, started fucking killing it. You know what I'm saying? But but, uh, but, 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 but like, but, but no, like they were. That, there'd be no way that they could pull off a Germany, right? I don't think. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I don't think we're, no, we're, we no. Could, or a Hitler Germany, I should say. Because that shit's in the past. Um, Jasmine, can I? Yeah. Uh, but if Greece did it and they were successful and they didn't, or they managed to not get invaded by the UN or whatever, and they pulled that off, that would be the first nail in the coffin, I think, to the whole currency conundrum in the world, right? Because people will be like, well, all right, what the fuck is money about then? Because that makes no fucking sense. A country stops using uh, a shared currency and all of a sudden their fucking shit goes, you know, back up and they're doing well. Yeah. And my thing is at this point there's all, I feel like there's more pressure from or on like the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, I think, and the World Bank and those types of the UN, there's more pressure on them to make Greece happy because like Greece says, like, what the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're Greece. You know, we, we're like, we fucking birthed the Western culture. So fuck off. What are you going to do? People would be and, so And pissed. also, we've, we, we already have been fucked for like four years. We've been fucked since like 2008 where like the streets are fucking burning and shit, you know, yeah. like on the regs. So it's like, well, we got nothing to lose. Fuck you guys. Yeah. You, Eat a you're dick. not gonna make it much worse than this, so fuck off. Well, so, so what? So what happened was today the New York Stock Exchange got shut down for technical reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that in air quotes because technical reasons in, in my my mind is, uh oh, shit's starting to slide because all these other economies are going fucking crazy. So let's just like keep it from fucking sliding, you know? Mm-hmm. Like let's just shut it the fuck let's down for, and it for stayed down. <laughs> And, and, yeah, and then people were saying like, was it a wasn't an attack from China or was it you know what? And a, a lot of the reports from like the 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 uh, the White House and all that stuff was very like, no, it's fine, everything's fine here, nothing to snow, it's fine. So I mean, that's an ongoing thing. So we'll see what happens if we're like in bread lines in a couple days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they didn't want people to see the Great Depression happening again. They were like, oh no, yeah. everyone's gonna start shipping their money out and buying gold and all that weird shit. <laughs> we're going. Down. We'll see if we'll see if we make it, grandkids. <laughs> we'll see if there's any grandkids to even fucking listen to this. Why does why does Grandpa Seamus always save ketchup packets in the freezer? Or like, you know, like, like why is their basement filled with canned corn? It's so weird. <laughs> well, my grandparents all grew up in the Great Depression, so they all have the same those kinds of weird behaviors to mm-hmm. me. Where I'm, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing right now? You're not flushing the toilet? Oh no, no, you know, just keep it keep it mellow. You know, you know if it's yellow, let it mellow. That's that's like fifteen cents right there, boy. Like it's like okay, calm down, you know." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so basically that shut down for like a long ass time and there's a lot of speculation that it was either like a cyber attack or like a, or like some inside shit where they didn't want to well, they didn't want to fucking I don't really understand it that much cuz it doesn't make that much sense. Yeah, I I'm a little confused about like who is shutting Wall Street down. What does that mean? Because yeah. to me Wall Street is this fucking like free for all Wild West style I'll buy that if you buy this. You know, how much do you want for that kind of a thing? I I, I don't understand. I guess it's the, 
there is an agency that well, the I heard, FCC is, is there a difference between like the the, the Nasdaq and the New York Stock Exchange? So I have no Nas, idea because all the this Nasdaq shit. Nasdaq and the other uh, there's like another couple ones that are fucking weird, but they're, they're just um, they're they're like um, like mathematical kind of averages so that you can see generally how the market is doing on like a large scale. Okay. So you can't really there's way too many stocks and way too much going on for for. Uh, for people to really be able to understand what we to try to like put it all together. So they do this like one's the S&P 500 I think which is the the top 500 companies. So if you watch what the top 500 companies doing are doing, you can kind of know how the economy's doing. You, you know what I mean because they're so big. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then there's other ones that uh they they kind of target different areas. So one will one's the top 500, then another one might be the top 50, uh the middle 50 and the bottom 50 or something. You know, that's not a real one, but they just kind of they try to give you different pictures of the market but the the hmm. best way to understand the market as a whole is to look at all of them and see what they're doing so if one goes up and one goes down you kind of can say oh well that sector did better because they they were actually paying attention to that sector so that's why theirs went up and this one doesn't factor it in and theirs went down because of it you know that kind of thing weird yeah, it's all crazy, man. It, it doesn't. It's insane. all crazy. It, it it doesn't seem to make sense, and I think that's probably because it doesn't really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I I think like uh, you you get those people who like go to school to learn how to do it, how to speak that language, and I feel like they all like you know wink and like poke <laughs> each other and be like, <laughs> dude, they, <laughs> like we know like this shit is fucking. They believed me, dude. Like, is, <laughs> they totally went for it. They're gonna put money in our nonsense. accounts tomorrow. <laughs> Well, I saw Wolf of Wall Street, man. I, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, I mean, it's based on a true story. I'm sure it's exaggerated a little yeah. bit, but it se- it seemed like uh, I I did some reading about the guy who it's actually based seemed on. Like a legit it seemed like it was bag, pretty right? accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How good was that movie? That was by the way, movie, I was so right? surprised. Yeah, Leonardo. Di- well, I don't want to. Leonardo DiCaprio Sorry, is one of my favorite actors, man. He really is. And there were so many memorable scenes in that movie that I was so surprised. Like I feel like a lot of movies today, I'll just forget after mm-hmm. I see them. But like, like I ex machina. I remember a lot of scenes from that. But I was surprised at how many memorable, like the scene where he's trying to get to his car yeah. and he's and the quaaludes kick in, dude. <laughs> that shit was. That's like a fucking classic, man. Yeah. That's that scene is. I was I was thinking to is, myself like, how how did he do this without like actually sedating himself? You know, like horse tranquilizing yeah. himself because he's really like, <laughs> like it's really convincing. He's probably done that shit at some point. I mean, I'm sure somebody mm-hmm. can probably still get lewds for you somehow. You, can just you know, make them. Probably somebody some... made them at some yeah. point. Fuck you, somebody. Some, yeah, some good. Somebody just really make them again. Guy can make them in his basement. That's why they were like, they made such a big deal about that in the movie. It was like, you know, these are the ones from the '60s, bro. Like the fucking before than anybody. Like, what, what the fuck difference does that make? Like, maybe for the time to kick in or whatever. But they were pretending like some fucking guy didn't make it in a lab. As if some guy fucking today could make it in a lab easier and cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. It's that was it's weird, man. It's yeah, because like people still make meth and like crack and like all and this all like horrible other fucking, fucking drugs, shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. So like, what's to stop them from making a lewd? Oh, you can't buy it, I guess. But you know, you can't okay. buy it at a pharmacy, but you can buy it somewhere. You could probably buy it in Mexico, yeah, man. Get on that Silk Road. If still Silk Road oh, still yeah, a thing, that's true. I don't you even probably know. Probably find them on Silk Road. Yeah, I don't know if that's still yeah, up, so actually. like no big deal. So everybody, hey, grandkids, check out Silk Road. Uh, get your fix. Or, or, yeah, no, the drugs will probably probably be legal. I think all drugs yeah. by the time uh, our grandkids are coming around. Wait. So anyway, so anyway, uh, so China's 
thing happened last night, and then this morning is when they out of nowhere had a technical difficulty where the New York Stock Exchange had to get shut down, as well as uh, some flights. I think United Airlines oh, or something. They yeah. had a, they had the same thing where that, like the. Fl- I think yesterday I saw it was like I saw it just in passing, and the headline on the TV was like a uh, United Airlines all flights canceled, and I was like, what the fuck? Why? Because of course, quality fucking news station just wants to put the headline out there to scare the fuck out of you. Why are the planes canceled? Is there a terrorist attack that I don't know about? Is there a zombie apocalypse happening that I need to, you know, bunker down? Like, what the fuck? Give me more than the headline. But what are you, yeah. what are you, what are you saying is China's thing that happened last night? Their, their uh, I think a lot crashed? of the, their stocks, their stocks are crashing or, or like, or it, it, that's what people are saying. I don't know. It, it, that's a lot of what the articles, I haven't really, because I really have trouble, I, last I night really have trouble yeah, I really have trouble understanding the terminology and the things that they use, but I, I saw some graphs, yeah, you know, yeah. and all the all the things are going <laughs> oh, down, so that down. looks pretty bad. Yeah. And, I mean, China China is, uh, for all intents, is China still the only, like, big communist country in the world? Russia is not communist? I don't think they're communist anymore. I think, th- I think they were during the uh, Soviet Union. I think that they're... More or less capitalist. I don't, know, I don't even point. know if it's fair to use those terms anymore. To be honest, I really, I, and that's, a, I'm not just saying that as like a kind of a a way to back out of the argument, but I don't think there are any communist countries anymore. I don't think there really yeah. were, and I don't think that there are. There might be like a couple democratic countries. You know what I mean? But because that always confused me as well. It's like it's not really even a good republic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but I was like, how does a how does a how does a different func- like functioning government work in this global market now where ev- you know everything is pretty much based on capitalism how does a right. how does a communist thing still even fucking exist especially since we're buying shit from them what does that mean you know are the may- maybe their people are just really fucking poor i have no idea what's going on in china cuz china is so fucking good at not letting you know shit yeah china china is like on that they don't want you to know yeah and i mean they do they do so much like good shit like they have so much uh like their universities are are really nice like their cities are phenomenal you know what i mean they have so much shit going on they make a lot of money but then you see some troubling shit you know and you're like what are these ghost towns about china like what's that about yeah china what what is this paris where where am i right now (laughs) why is there an eiffel tower in china right now (laughs) but uh i think uh the I feel like the U.S. does the same thing, but just on a like a political military type deal, where they'll they'll tell you one thing, but really what they're doing, who the fuck knows? Because they have so much money, like they have seven hundred billion dollars a year going into the Department of De- Defense. It's more than every other country combined, pretty much. So, like, what the fuck do they have going on in the underbellies of the fucking military with that kind of a budget? That's the type of shit where you, who the fuck knows? So, China yeah. is trying to do that by playing that game on the economic level. And they're building something like um, a new coal plant every 20 seconds at, at that rate. A coal plant just to burn and make Jesus, it. China. So industrious. So industrious. But uh, I don't know, man. It's it says tiny little hands, man. It says tiny little <laughs> so hands. So good at making iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, man. I, I really have a tough time understanding economics, but I think what will happen was uh, I, I really don't think that we'll have if we have a, a, a great depression, I don't think it will last as long or be as bad as the one before, because I think that we sort of at this point in time have a vested interest in keeping things mm-hmm. the way they are. So I think what will happen is even if the shit collapses, it'll be a couple months of chaos, but then somebody will just be like, well, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Um Hey, new world order, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe not in those words. But but maybe like <laughs> maybe. you know maybe like maybe like oh whatever man, it's all just irrelevant anyway. And now we can fucking move on. We can fucking get over this fucking hump. Yeah. You know it's it's like pulling off a band aid, and we've been we've been like pulling it off so slowly yeah. for so many years. Well, and then what we've right, been so doing do is think- we've been seeing. We've been seeing how the band-aid's, like, falling off, and we've been, like, putting other band-aids on top of <laughs> yeah. it to, like, keep the band-aid yeah, on, good, you know? but it's, like, getting infected and starting to ooze out the sides and shit, and it's, it's really hard to ignore now, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, yeah. something's going but on I think, here. But I think if we just take the fucking band-aid off, we'll be fine. What it's do you just think the, the band-aid consists of, and what do you think the wound consists of? I think the, the band-aid is uh, a reliance, uh, or maybe uh, the band-aid is... It's still like a, a reliance on like the the debt based mm, yeah. money mm-hmm. system, I guess if that makes any and sense. A good example and, is trying uh, to build in the a bunch of real estate for nothing and being like, look how much we built. It's like, why? Why did yeah. you do that? It's like, well, that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> and you're just making things worse. Like you're destroying the environment, and you're fucking, you know. Yeah, and and eventually you, you're gonna you're the whole you're gonna collapse the entire money system because so much is based on China's imports and exports and what and and what they're able to. Uh, like the price that they're able to produce things at. And if that goes up because their shit's crashing, the whole world is going to suffer for it. So just like yeah. the, in when the U.S. housing market crashed, and that wasn't really a crash. That was more like a, a fucking, uh, like they nodded out for a second. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, Ireland's economy took a spiral. Greece's economy took, like everyone, all around the world, people were like, what the fuck do we do? And to us, yeah. like most of, most poor people in, in America were like middle class. If you weren't rich, you really didn't, didn't touch me. You didn't even fucking notice. Yeah. Like what, what are you talking about? The shit's crashing. Like I can, mm, prices are a little bit more expensive, but, um, I think that, uh, what I was saying was the China building all these, all this real estate just to fluff up the, the value of their, their country essentially or their country's goods it's going to crash on them later and i think that's a good example of a band-aid that, uh, that we're using yeah. to like cover up this festering wound and specifically china i've always been i've always thought this man everyone everyone well not i haven't always thought this for a while people were trying to scare me with the, like uh in the next like 20 years you, get, you better start learning chinese man china's yeah. going to be the number one world people economy and i was like i was like do you realize the like weird like how many like women to men there are there or like how, how bad that yeah. ratio is because of the one child policy like how fucked they are there's so many factors that they need to consider china ain't shit dude china <laughs> is just a fucking a ticking time bomb fuck china dude. china is not and I'll tell you this know, much. Man. Hey, all the all the Chinese people who were in France when I was there clogging up all the lines. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. <laughs> Dude, but it was China, funny, man. like you when said, we went like to you mentioned, man, China has a billion, over a billion people. And the, yeah. the U.S. has 300 million. So I feel like right there it's kind of – like that's where the – I think the anxiety comes from, right? Maybe it's – like unfounded anxiety maybe we don't have to be so anxious about that because like you said there's some major issues that they need to sort out 
But they might be looking at us, meaning the Chinese government, and being like, we're doing fine. Like, our, our whole fake money thing's working out. Like, people are, you know, the U.S. owes us, like, a trillion fucking dollars. So we're pretty, we're pretty good. And they're wasting all their time making their people happy. You know what I mean? Our people are yeah. suffering, but who the fuck cares, you know? Yeah. But then yeah. again, I'm just making generalities. I'm not necessarily even saying China's doing that. But I feel like there's a... <laughs> you good? Testing something. I'm making sure the sound is good. Sorry, I got a little distracted there. No, you're fine. I hope it's. We'll see. Anyway, sorry. Not, didn't mean to just derail you, derail you there on the China thought. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was saying that I, I didn't necessarily think that it was even that China was even doing that. You know, neglecting their people for the sake of you know X, Y, and Z. They're probably doing the best that they can with with the decisions that they have. I just. Uh, I. What, what concerns me, number one, is, is like the classic history shit. Number one, China has a billion fucking people. Number two, Russia yeah. is a big-ass country, and it gets really cold. And if you're not from there, it's, it's, it's fucking miserable. You know, it gets miserable. Yeah. I, these the same issues come up over and over again. Afghanistan has proven over and over again that it doesn't matter how modern your military is. If you go into Afghanistan... You know, it's like putting your hand in a fucking hornet's nest. You're going to get chewed up, and, and you're going to have to pull your hand out, and shit's going to be worse than when you, you know, stuck your hand in there. So yeah. I, my, I think I want to agree that there's too much vested interest worldwide for us to just be like, look, I don't care what we have to do. We're going to figure this out because if, if shit crashes, we're all going down, like this entire yeah. world. And there's not going to be a China or a U.S. left for you to, you know, put your flag in the ground in and be like, we did it, we win. There's going to be nothing. You know, people are going to be gone. However, history, man, history fucking concerns me. And I see the same cycles happening over and over and over again. And it's it can be really simple shit or it can be really sophisticated shit but but mistake a mistake on, on either field can uh, you know send the world into war like for example the, the yeah. fucking Hungarian prince who got assassinated or whatever Front, I was about to say like, that Ferdinand what man. a weird thing Yo. to start the first world war right but also a guy tries to assassinate him like misses his target and then like the dude's just at his hotel room later some weird fucking coincidence yeah. that just started world war one oh, insane yeah but then you also yeah. have like the cold war how many fucking mistakes were almost made where nukes almost got sent to russia or vice versa like how many times yeah. did that was there like oh five of the six kill switches went off like what five of the six by accident five Thank God there were six. Like, what if they only were like? What if they were like, like four? Light them up, Terry. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's crazy to think that we were that close, and at the time, they were using the most sophisticated technology that nobody could have seen coming. Right. So there, there was there's this kind of confidence in that technology is going to be the thing that saves us. But time and time again, it's shown like we we get ahead of ourselves with technology we're so willing to make the bomb and make the kill switches but then we don't really take into consideration what happens if six kill switches isn't enough next time or whatever you know what happens yeah. if you know some 12 year old hacks into the system by accident because he's a genius and doesn't realize that he's he's saying yes to sending missiles or something like there's always these weird anomalies that can happen that i was just trying to update my facebook profile <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking nuked china oops <laughs> I just I don't know man I feel like if we can if we can avoid that kind of shit 
it will be like a you know we'll continue to have this weird band-aid situation where we're kind of floating on our on a raft of like debt and weird anxiety and bullshit for a while long enough for us to like figure out how to take the raft off and swim i don't know to use the metaphor but it you know there's so many little things like some asshole could blow a, a hole in the raft to use the metaphor again and then you're we're all sinking before we learned how to swim right I feel like it, go, it could go either way at this point. And I've said this before, and I, I thought I was, I thought I had come around to the argument that we were going to be fine. But then I started thinking about all this shit again. I'm like, nah, we might not be. <laughs> Getting scared again, man? No, nah, I'm never scared, but I, I just think... Uh, <laughs> I'm, ne- I'm never scared. <laughs> I, I ain't never scared. I'm, I might have to start planning for retirement like 20 or 30 years earlier than, uh, than I planned. <laughs> Just start grabbing silver, man. Yeah, silver and gold. But even then, man, I I don't even think that's it. Because if currency, I think, so I think one of the wounds that we're healing with the band-aid of debt, of debt-based economy and the ghost houses, the wound is like this, uh, this reliance on money and this weird concept that if I give you this shiny shit or I give you this piece of paper that it means something and you're supposed to give me something in return that system is not we don't we're not doing that well for many reasons and i think that is going to be one of the things that crashes you know or that's one of the things that we have to address before we can really truly heal as a society and i think really what it is is what is actually valuable to human beings is really the question and to me like we've said before it always comes down to food water shelter right if you can nail that and and have like social or an option for social fucking gathering and you know that kind of shit because I don't I don't I'm not I'm of the opinion that everybody needs to be a, a social being but sorry dude dude sorry sorry uh, fuck kill Mary food water shelter <laughs> give, give it to me straight <laughs> give, give it to me food straight water dude. shelter man but yeah uh... oh, I actually wanted an answer I I think I. <laughs> It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I think I'd kill water, uh, fuck food, and marry shelter. <laughs> I would fuck food, marry shelter, and kill water. Yeah. That way, yep. I would die because you know you're dying either way because you know you're fucked. <laughs> so I would say, let me be in my shelter eating this food until I die of thirst. <laughs> A, a big ass fucking cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. Just watching, cheese just watching reruns of The Simpsons, being like, "I'm out, I'm out." So let me just do this. Let me just enjoy this yeah. while it lasts. And I think that's the point, man. So if we're going into a world war, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to go out fast, burn out bright like a comet, shine bright like yeah. a fire. Oh no, but I'm serious about the food, water, shelter thing. I think if, uh, if we instead of stocking up on gold and shit, we just made really, really strong houses and like really. We, we were able to stockpile food and grow it ourselves and that kind of stuff, there wouldn't be these problems of these, these mass economies that are bolstered up by, like, the big agriculture or, you know, the real estate bubbles and weird shit. It would be like, well, no, we just buy things we like. We buy movies. We buy, uh, you know, better food than is the standard if you like food. You know, we buy a, a more comfortable shirt. You know, but if we didn't buy that comfortable shirt, it's totally fine to not have the comfortable shirt. You know, and I feel like our economy would be more real for our interests. It wouldn't be this thing that 
we're, we're putting so much into. I feel like a lot of times we're, the value that we're adding to the system is not purely out of, I want this shit. It's like, I want this shit so I can be cool. And that's what the, what the money is going to. But then, yeah. But uh, how do you how do you uh, to play devil's advocate? Isn't that what we already have? Isn't that like the free market we already have? Like, how do you do that if not just for an individual level? Like, you oh, can no, change see, that. I can change that, that. But it, it would yeah. it would have to be. We would have to have individuals change, but it would have to be on the societal scale. Like all the individuals yeah. of a society would have to change their minds. And I think that's going to be the big thing because in in the in human history, the answer to uh, we're running out of shit, shit's getting tough, what do we do? You go to the next place, you, you take their shit, you, you know, do what you have to do, rationalize it in whatever way, but there's, no, there's nowhere else to go now. We're a global society, and, and we can't go to another planet, so th- we're going to have to st- actually stop that, tr- that mode of, of progression or development, and we're going to have to figure out a new way. And I think the new way is to just keep it simple, stabilize, you know, and then we'll figure out what to do once we get that part down. Once we get food, yeah. water, shelter down, we'll, we'll worry about war. And we'll, if you want to go back to that, we can do that. Let's talk about it then, though. Let's, let's like, build the – if you want to tear some shit down, The fuck did you say to me, Japan? <laughs> the fuck? Dude, I got a lot of time on my hands now I got food, water, and shelter. I'll beat your ass, dude. I'm going to think of a really, really good way to get back at you, motherfucker. 14 years Listen, later. now that transportation's free, I'm just going to get one of those government-issued plane tickets. I'll be there in, like, three hours. No, see, I'm going to kick your thing, ass. Man. I don't think – there would be – I don't think that's it. I think you would have to – there would be private airplane companies. Because, like, what the fuck? Fuck airplanes, man. Like, they're such a waste. If you want to go somewhere, fucking take a take – a, a walk you know like i'm talking about yeah. keeping it really simple <laughs> take a walk <laughs> like no no fucking asphalt on the streets we don't need that shit grow some grass you know pack it down make a trail go hiking it's much more healthy anyway we got to do away with all this fucking shit we've been pretending is the shit we're like yeah pave the roads make a machine do it electricity like burn the natural gas like no stop like we don't even need all this shit <laughs> <laughs> Some guy just jerking off to a light bulb. <laughs> so happy. He's just like... <laughs> it's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, God, man. I really honestly think we just need to chill the fuck out. We just... We don't I think it's happening. It's just a question of whether or not it's going to happen fast enough. That's really... I think we said that yeah. before, too. It's just sort of like, you know, it, it'll be... I think I think if this... if it, Let's say this does become like some giant economic meltdown. I think this will be the last one of its kind. Because I think at this point, where we are with the internet, with the information we have, I'd like to think at least, being optimistic, I'd like to think that it would be a certain thing where we'd be just like, well, we're never going to do this again, and how can we yeah. never do this again? Um, all right, we're done with this. Yeah. We're done with this. You know, and, and I, think that, I think that's happening, man. I think it's happening actually very, very quickly, but it just doesn't seem quickly. I think like the... The you see these revolutions starting to pop up all over the world. Maybe not. I think America's probably going to be... Either, either it's gonna be a very, it's gonna be very soon, or it's gonna be like the last one to the party, or I don't know, maybe that, maybe that's not true because I'm saying like the Arab Spring and Greece. Right now, we're probably gonna be the last. We're gonna be the last. What happened? Okay, so when we come to the party, mm-hmm. everybody else will already have been at the party because yeah, or, or I think you're, I think you're right yeah, about that. Yeah. Because we we live in such luxury now that we can be like, oh, well, we still got TV and football and shit, so like, we, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. We can just kind of ride this out for a little while, and then when it gets to the point where it's like, no, 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 like we have to boil water to drink water, 
Then it's yeah. gonna be like, oh, okay, we're here now. We're, we see, we see the error of our ways. Yep. You know, we see yeah, the fucking error yeah. of our ways. We're gonna, we're gonna get by. Be on the, we're gonna be like, oops. All right, now we can do the right thing. But everybody else is already gonna be dead or like suffering. We're gonna be like, oops, you're right. My bad. Like, we'll, we'll yeah. turn our TVs off now. You know. Well, the reason Greece is in the position it is now is is basically because of the uh, the the housing bubble mm-hmm. like in the U.S. from like 2008 or whatever right. because that sort of sent them into a downward spiral from then on in where they can't become stable they're not you know doing as well as they can and then it comes time to pay their debts and just like well fuck you you pay the debt yeah you pay you pay the debt from? like I didn't I didn't yeah. even really ask for this shit like I didn't I didn't want this I was trying to save my country in the first place and now my shit's fucked even worse than before. And the other thing that we have to really be careful as uh, as a people is that uh, is that uh, there's all these like really really extremist right wing groups popping up in specific countries that are getting to this place like Greece. I think Greece, France has one as well that they're sort of like we're no we're not Nazis we're not Nazis we just want to get rid of the Jews oh, and it's shit. like <laughs> you know because what happens is when when the 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 economy gets that bad. Uh, scapegoats are healthy and I'm not yeah. I'm not saying mm. that I'm not saying that Jews don't control the media <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that anti-semitism becomes more rampant as things get worse because because you know people be Jewing us out of some shit man <laughs> <laughs> no I think you're you're right and the I was gonna say something similar is that all this there's there's a lot of shit that when everything's good it's kind of just bubbling under the surface and we we say it's a result of history and we say, you know, well, you you know, grandpa believes something crazy, but yet you believe something that's subtly related to his craziness, right? So he he was like a neo-Nazi who was like, yeah, let's kill those, like, the blacks and the Jews, right? You grew up being like, that dude's fucking insane, but I don't like blacks or Jews. You know what I mean? So, like, that shit... (laughs) I feel like we... Well, not, not me personally, no. No, 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 yeah, not, no, no, no not you. I think that kind of shit <laughs> flares up in a major way when that person that has the subtle kind of like, yeah, no, he's wrong, but there is something about blacks and Jews. Like, once you get that hungry feeling and you have to boil your water and you're thirsty and the you know, dust bowl time, you know, that kind of shit, it, it suddenly becomes like, oh, God, I hate the blacks and the who, Jews. Like, who the fuck did this? The immigrants? Let's get the <laughs> yeah, immigrants. Exactly. Who, who did this? Who, who did, did this? this? And it becomes like a who did this kind of yeah. a thing but rather nobody, than like, what can we do it. now? We all did it. Nobody did it. So that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. Man, I was going to say something yeah. else, too, about America. Oh, about us being the last. But you know what sucks? You know what scares me the most? This is what I was going to say. This is, to me, the scariest and the most daunting part of uh, the like ec- economic collapse of the world is think about all the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars of food and medicine and aid that the U.S., among other countries, Western countries or, or developed countries or whatever, they're sending out all this shit just to be like, here, here's some shit, here's some shit, here's some corn, here's some... We have too much, you know, we subsidize this too much, so here's some corn, here's some medicine that we can afford to give you, like, that kind of shit. If shit hits the fan and Americans are all of a sudden, you know, like you say, boiling their water, to use a a symbolic example, because shit's breaking down, the first thing that's going to go is the food that's propping up these small villages and towns that were fucked because of other developing countries coming in and fucking them over, you know, however many years ago. The first people that are going to go in this type of situation are the fringe people, you know, the ones that are really just scraping by because 
someone's like some countries helping them essentially so long countries in Africa yeah like so many of them or like you know or so many of the population the countries will be I, I find it weird to call them to call you know break it down like countries because it's like the countries will be there right and the, but the people will die and the the yeah, ecosystems yeah, yeah, will yeah, die yeah, yeah. I, it's hard for me to I don't know what the fuck that means but like you know what I mean? It's, it's the same thing of like, you know, let's go to Afghanistan to get Osama bin Laden. It's like, all right, well, he's not really, he's not the Afghanistan pr- uh, president or whatever. Like, you can't, yeah. don't invade the country because he's there. Dude, what if he was? That'd be <laughs> so crazy. That would be dude. crazy. Just in this fucking White House, like in Afghanistan. Hello. Yeah, I did it. I'm <laughs> just like the fucking worst, the worst, dude. Yeah, man. If the world was that black and white, where you could just be like, get him! Get the bad guys! Let's go into his house and get him! It's weird, man, because that's such a little kid mentality, and I think that a lot of people have that mentality, though, which yeah. is unnerving, to say the very least. I feel like we, re- I, we really do all have it at, at some level. I mean, I was just earlier talking about, you know, is it okay to, like, you know, tell other countries how to treat each other? You know, is it okay for us yeah. to go in there and be like, hey, we're the good guys, you're doing bad shit, and we're going to tell you to stop. Like, is that okay? It really, I really don't believe that that's okay at a, at a fundamental level. But I also feel like... You know, just the knowledge of, of that of that like choice, you have to do something. You know, if you know you, yeah. you know what do you, but what do you do and how do you justify doing it? Because I think the issue is time and time again the USA has justified their actions in one way, but it turns out that they could have done something much better or what they did didn't accomplish what they said it was gonna do anyway, so like what the fuck is going on, you know? And we can't keep doing that. But then again, the, the thing is, like, then what do you do? Like, you know all this shit's going on. What do you do? Do you help? Or do you just take a, like, a Swiss approach and just fucking chill on your, in your homeland and just... <laughs> let, let us know in the comments section of CandyMunchers.com. <laughs> Conversations no, that's actually, I mean, that's a good question. I don't think that's something that we can really come to a definitive answer right now because I, I don't know. There is no, what the, where's the line? Where do you draw the line? I, I think that it's, you know, when, when, it, when is it okay to intervene mm-hmm. with some other person's shit? Yeah. When there's condoms in the beach house. <laughs> that's, when you fucking, that's when you fucking intervene, That's dude. when I draw the line. That's when you... <laughs> you say no, 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 no. No condoms in my. We're not house. having protected sex here, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I feel better, man. Yeah, so do I. It's uh, it was a nice podcast, even though we were we're like two thousand miles apart. <laughs> but I'll be seeing you yeah, soon, man. But- I'll see you at the end of the month. Yeah, see you at the end of the month. And in the meantime, you guys should review us on iTunes. It's Conversations for Our Grandkids. Mm-hmm. We're on iTunes. Our Facebook page is Conversations for Our Grandkids. CandyMunchers.com. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think. Respond to that question if you really want to. Because I think it's a good discussion to have. Yeah. And I would actually be really interested to hear everybody's fucking opinion on this. Yeah. Because when is it when is it okay to intervene? I feel like the, my best, the, where I come to over and over again with this is actually what we're doing. And that's like to ask everyone. Like ask everyone like when is it okay to intervene what like let's say this country did this you know with the is that okay do we step in there and who do we go after you know that kind of thing because then you at the very least if you if you if you establish your your policy based on that you can be like hey this is what you told us to do now what do you want you know we did what you asked because we don't want to do some shit and then you be mad at us you know 
So if we're the government, Seamus and I, we're the co-presidents, we're asking all of our listeners' opinions, when is it okay for us to go and whoop that ass? Is it, uh, is it, uh, what, under what circumstances are there, are there, like, specific crimes? Is it, like, a case-by-case basis, or should we have, like, a, you know, stick to the the letter of the law, as it were? Just let me know, because I'm ready to whoop that ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, now I feel better. All right, man. I feel better too. <laughs> hey there, caller. You're on air with Seamus of the Funky Bunch. What's your question? What's your question, Miranda? What's your? We're taking questions about, uh, you know, advice today. What's your? What's your question? What do you want the people out there to know? All right, Carl. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> uh, I'm recording this all right now. <laughs> okay, bye, Miranda. Oh, that didn't go so hot.